This message was shared from the pulpit at Good News Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia. For more information, visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org. In a moment, we'll look at uh, 1 Samuel chapter 3, but what a delight to be back at Good News. Uh, we just, I just drove up from Charlotte today. I've been on a southern tour. Evangelists go to the south. It's always the will of God in the wintertime. <laughs> and so uh, uh, we've been uh, in uh, some southern meetings down in Georgia, uh, South Carolina, and uh, then here, then back to North Carolina for a couple more weeks, and then I begin to head west. Uh, but uh, what, a, what a blessing to be here. Looking forward to uh, these days together, and uh, thank you for joining us tonight, those of you here, as well as uh, those of you on live stream, and may the Lord breathe on us in these days. You know, that touch from heaven when this, the wind of God comes through, it's a blessing. I was in a meeting earlier this year in early January. It was a Spanish church outside of Knoxville, and about 250 people, uh, most of them Guatemalans and Hondurans, legal, by the way, but uh, at any rate, just a precious bunch of people, but God touched down. And you know, when that happens, it's just, it changes everything, when there's that awareness of God in the atmosphere. You know, the filling of the Spirit is when God fills you with His life. The outpouring of the Spirit is when God fills the atmosphere with His life. And we know that from Ezekiel 39, 29 and other passages and so on. Uh, but that's what I mean when God comes through and there's this, uh, uh, the powers of the air, can we say it this way, are bound. And the power of the Spirit is just manifested. And then in that atmosphere, the Word of God has free course. In other words, there's no hindrance in the atmosphere. And uh, that's when it's given its weight, glorified, weightified. And uh, that's when it uh, really has impact the way God intends for it. It's amazing how much word of the, God, word of the Lord we can hear, and it just kind of goes right over our heads. But you know, when you have an atmosphere, you know, it's just like the rain that comes after there's been months of no rain or weeks of no rain and, and all that dust in the air and that, and that thunderstorm knocks it down and you, you step back out and the air is invigorating well when the rain of the spirit comes through <laughs> yes that's what happened that dust of deception and the desensitized consciences and all those things it gets dealt with because when you see God for who he is you see sin for what it is I wonder what it would be like in the American church to again have, we've had many, but to have another season of refreshing from the presence of the Lord, but where the atmosphere is that clear. Because I fear we get desensitized about a whole lot. You know, there's brothers and sisters uh, around the world that are suffering right now. You're probably aware of what's happening in Myanmar. I've been over there six times. I have uh, dear, dear friends uh, over there. And uh, some of their people now are reduced to rice only. And uh, even that uh, may run out. Uh, banks are not allowed to uh, be open. There's one bank that just opened in Yangon, so it's a very precarious situation. Uh, there are 30,000 believers in North Korea that right now are in a concentration camp. And we're irritated because of weird things in our culture right now, and they are a little irritating. But I'm going to tell you, there's some suffering in different parts of the world. And may, uh, may all of this that's happening in our world truly be a wake-up call. And may weeks like this not just be routine and, and motions. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in my 30th year of doing this. In other words, I've completed 29 years on the road. 
And the bottom line is, when I come into a meeting, and I'm sure this is true for anybody, I don't want to just go through the motions. I mean, forget that. But boy, when God steps in, what a difference. When there's that touch from heaven. So a thought here from 1 Samuel 3, as we go into this particular prayer and uh, praying these last number of weeks, I'm thrilled to hear about the theme on brokenness. Wow. And by the way, when God steps into the atmosphere, you're broken. <laughs> you'll either run or you'll fall to your knees. That's how it goes. Uh, but uh, 1 Samuel 3 is the story. When Samuel is a young boy, he's now there with Eli, and uh, God's speaking to him, and he doesn't realize it's the Lord yet. And he keeps rowing, you know, running over to where Eli is and say, you know, you called. And Eli says, I didn't call. And finally, Eli figures it out and says, you know, this is the Lord talking to you. So 1 Samuel 3, verse 9, Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood and called as at other times. Samuel, Samuel, then Samuel answered, speak, for thy servant heareth. You know, anytime we come into the environment where God, through his word, is speaking, this needs to be our attitude. But certainly coming into days like this where an entire week has been set aside to seek God's reviving presence, this is the heart attitude that will make an, an actual difference. If we're actually saying, speak, Lord, for your servant hears. In other words, whatever you say, Lord, it's already decided. I'm going to do it. You know, I wonder what might happen this week that would otherwise get missed if we will genuinely go to the Lord and say that and mean it. Lord, whatever you speak to me, whatever challenge you give me, whatever you show me, Lord, as long as I know it's you, then Lord, I'm already deciding I'm going to embrace what you say. <laughs> what a difference. I remember years ago when I was an assistant pastor to my father in Chicago, uh, there was a new guy that took over the, uh, the uh, outreach part of Pacific Guard Mission. His name was Mike Davis. He was from West Virginia. And uh, he was a fundamentalist back in those days when that word meant something. But uh, at any rate, uh, he was a neat, neat guy. And so he was trying to get uh, new churches that uh, he believed were solid to come in and participate. And so uh, we were uh, privileged to be a part of that. And so dad had him come out and preach for us there at the church. And I remember he got up and he, before he preached, said, we're going to have uh, just a brief prayer time before I start preaching. I'm going to ask you to bow your head. And he said, if you'll mean business, he said, this will make a difference tonight. Would you tell the Lord, Lord, whatever you speak to me, whatever you tell me, by your grace, I will obey. And he had us bow our heads. And I'm going to tell you, we had a marvelous service. And so, friends, as we go into this prayer meeting, as we go into these days of seeking God's face, his manifest presence, may we genuinely say, you know, there were those accounts in the Old Testament where they would come and ask the prophet, you know, tell the Lord we're going to do what he says. And then the Lord tells them, and then they, man, we're not going to do that. Okay, forget that. But let's do what this is talking about. 
speak, Lord. Lord, you're in charge. You know what's best. You are our source of life and you are our goal. Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. Thank you for listening. If you have questions about your relationship with God or you would like to know more about the ministry of Good News Baptist Church, please visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org or call us at 757-488-3241. We encourage you to share this message with others. We trust your heart was challenged as you listened and God's word has had an impact on your life as together we strive to show forth the path of life. Press on.